Welcome everyone to this special education inner circle podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Witcher, and this is our first episode of 2021. And I'm excited to talk with you, but I'm going to be completely transparent with you. This episode was supposed to be recorded several days ago. I was wrapping up 2020 and I was telling all of the master IP coaches and our insiders inside of the special education inner circle how I was going to do this New Year's a little bit different when it came to planning and goal setting and deciding what needed to happen in the last um, in the next 12 months based on the last 12 months. And I was really thinking, okay, I'm not going to go all in excited. It's a new year. Let's do this. I'm going to ease into 2021. Any of you guys feeling that way? Like we just thought we needed to like ease into it. And let's just face it. (laughs) The first week of 2021 threw us a lot of unexpected things in our country. So as I was preparing for what I was going to say and how I was going to chat with all of you about the new year and up and coming and special education things, the timing just didn't feel right. And I was consuming too much media. I was listening to too many other opinions. And again, everything just started to feel heavy. And that excitement and outlook, even though I was easing into 2021, started to go away. And I tried to sit down two days ago to record this and to chat with you and timing still didn't feel right. In fact, I even tried yesterday and a few things went haywire in my morning from internet and scheduling and timing and meetings and all of the things. So again, timing didn't feel right. And this morning as I was thinking about, okay, I really need to do this. Is the timing right? That that's the wrong question. Because a lot of times in our special education community, the timing never feels right. There are things that we need to do just because we need to do them, even if it doesn't always feel exactly right. There are things that as a teacher, as a parent, that you're going to have to make sure that you're showing up and you're doing what needs to get done, even though other things feel heavy and there's other stuff going on. We need to make that decision. In fact, I remember way back decades ago when my youngest daughter, she was um, experiencing extreme seizures. And we were in this medical holding pattern. We had gotten through a few different crisis situations when it came to that. And we'd have a little bit of a a kind of a gap between the crisis situations. And I'd say, you know, should I take on another IEP client or should I do, is the timing right? And sometimes I just had to decide, you know what, it's not about the timing because this is in my blood. Like this is who I am working in the special education community. And I'm also a mom and I had things Um, as under control as I could get them. We all know that we like to be a little bit too um, in control sometimes, that it kind of puts us in a panic in our special education, our special needs community when we can't control things, which is one of the reasons that we feel like timing's not right. And I had to push through that feeling of like, is the timing right? Saying like, okay, um, I don't know if it's right or not, but I'm gonna try, I'm gonna show up, I'm gonna do this. So this morning, that's why I made the decision. I was like, it was way back to that feeling of like, okay, I feel like we're in the middle of some crisis stuff. There's a little bit of a gap today. And you know what? I'm going to show up. 
I'm going to show up because this is something that is super important to me. And that's the key. This being here with you right now is super important to me and my purpose of what I'm, I'm put here to do. Just as, you know, my purpose is, you know, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, and that I show up in the special education community to help fix things, to help uh, people think differently, to help parents and teachers get what they need out of the special education system. And you know what? We need that right now. We need something to start working for us in the special education community, especially here in 2021. So I just want to share with you a couple of things that I've done over the last couple of days so I get to this space where I could show up because I know a lot of you are feeling this heaviness of not just 2020 and all the things that happened, but all the things that are currently happening right now in 2021. And um, in our Master IEP Coach community, if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say Master IEP Coach community, please go to masteriepcoach.com. You'll find out who we are, what we do, and you may just end up joining us. So that's masteriepcoach.com. So when I'm in the Master IEP Coach community over the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about picking a word of the year. Now, this is something that I'm sure you see all over social media and people talk about this all the time. Uh, but a word of the year, in case you don't know, it's just something that you pick as a focus that helps guide your decisions, your thoughts, your goals, different things that you're going to be working on. Now, I started doing this a few years ago because uh, I am a very goal-centered centered person. I'm somebody who likes to uh, put up the vision board and get the visuals in front of me so I know what I'm working towards. That's the special ed teacher in me too. Like I need my own visuals of what I'm working towards because I'll forget <laughs> what I'm working towards the bigger picture on some days when we get caught up in the trenches and then things feel heavy um, in that. So, so this word of the year, and I think there's a couple of words that I want to share with you that master IP coaches who are uh, teachers, they are parents, they are in the community with you. This is not just uh, a, a passing thought um, in the way that, you know, sometimes let's just face it, people who are not in the special education or in the disability community do not understand to the full capacity of what we do every day. So when somebody says, my word of the year is, and they're not in our community, and then they say how they're going to do things and what's going to happen, we get like, okay, that's great for you, but that wouldn't work for me. So I want you to be open-minded as we talk about these three different words and how they're going to help you show up, even when timing doesn't feel right, even when things um, don't feel 100% in alignment, and you know that you need to move forward anyway, but how are you going to make that happen? And maybe you have a word of the year and maybe you don't, and you're going to pick one of these. These are absolutely words that, you know what, steal them, take them. Maybe it's going to fit into what you've been looking for to help not put more things on your plate, but to help you feel better so you can do better, so you can show up for your family, you can show up for your students, you can show up and get done what needs to get done because it all feels really hard right now. So I'm gonna share my word first because I actually had to put that into action uh, significantly over this past week and so I could be here with you today. And my word for the year is grow. And one of the big pieces of growing is knowing when to prune the things around you. It's knowing that you cannot grow if you don't have space 
to make that happen. So this first week, instead of putting more things on my plate, I was figuring out what can I take off my plate? What can I focus on? Because I feel like there's a lot of different areas that I'm trying to work on, whether it's home, work, um, you know, as a mom, as a wife, a community, all the different things are happening. And I thought, you know what, I'm not going to be able to grow in the areas that are important for me and for who I am if I don't prune back some of the, the things. And this week, I actually spent time physically pruning back things, meaning that I got rid of some things that have been in boxes for a really long time, and they needed to go. And just really making that space physically in my home has allowed me to think clearly, to realize that I'm going to be able to focus better on the things that are up and coming because I'm letting go of some things that are in the past. And let me just give you an example of what that is. All special needs moms are going <laughs> to completely understand this. As I was going through some of the boxes, because I've, I've made a few moves in the last decade, I found all of my daughter's paperwork from when she was admitted to the hospital and going to the neurologist for those seizures <laughs> that I was talking about of, you know, that was a heavy time in my life. And I thought, why do I have all these papers? But I feel like I can't get rid of them. Anybody relating to that, right? And I'm like, I know how to scan in documents on my phone. That's what I do all the time for work. So I need to transfer this and really scan this in, put it up into Dropbox and just let go of the visual of it being in my house because that's part of my past. It is not our current situation. I hope it's never our future situation um, again. And, and again, anybody who has been in the world of epilepsy, you know that first we count minutes and then days and um, then weeks and months when uh, we're saying how long has it been since the last seizure. So we are counting years at this point. And, and I needed to let that paperwork go. So do you have paperwork? I'm going to break this down really simple for you. Like, do you have paperwork that is in your home or in your classroom that you can let go of so you can grow? Can you file it differently so it's not physically in your space? Because we have a lot of things that are up and coming that need to get done. And when we have that cluttering up our space, and mine wasn't like traditional clutter, like like around the house, like, oh, there's a pile of papers. No, like we're talking about like packed away neatly in a closet, not technically taking up space that I could see, but I knew, I knew it was there. And I need to go through that and I needed to get rid of that. There's also some things on my calendar that I looked at and I decided that if it is not something that is 100%, I'm all in, this is who I am, this is what my responsibilities are, this is exactly what I need to work on for my family or for my uh, master IP coach family, my special education inner circle family, for my work family, for you. If it wasn't something that I needed for myself, and my family at home or my family and community at work, did it really need to be on my calendar? Do I really need to show up for some of the things that were there? And you know what? I don't. I don't need to show up for some of those. It's okay. Now, did the timing feel right to take those off my calendar? Because you you know, you guys all volunteer for something or you say you're going to show up to something and then you're just like, well, I'll just do it this one time and then I'll say no. Or I won't say yes in the future, but I'm going to finish this up. And you know what? It's holding you back because you have to show up for something that you know that you don't necessarily want to or need to show up to. 
So you can take those things off your calendar. You, you absolutely can, even if the timing doesn't feel right because it's going to um, not be convenient for somebody else. You need to go ahead, especially here in these first 90 days of 2021, take those things off your calendar that are not mandatory or exciting for you to show up to. That's okay. We've got a lot of things that are draining our energy. They're taking our focus. We're trying to figure out what our next step is in special education as team, as a team, as individuals. So you need to take those things off. So I'll I'll be talking, you know, over this next year about growth and moving forward and doing those things. And but I just again, I don't feel like the timing is right right now to start doing the cheering on of like, come on, you can do this because majority of us are just tired, we're grieving, we're sad about where we're at in the education state of our country, we're sad about our country in a lot of different ways also, and that sadness is making it impossible for many of us to feel like we can get any momentum, and I want you to know that you're not alone, that you absolutely can get through this but you're going to have to make some adjustments and that's okay. So um, again, my word is grow and I've been focusing on the pruning part so I can get things away from me so I can grow in the direction that I need to. That kind of leads into the next word that um, one of our master IEP coaches is um, using and uh, I'll bring her onto the podcast to talk about her whole story, but I'm just going to share with you where she's at because, again, she is a special needs mom who has um, helped negotiate a, a significant placement change for her child in the past few years in the school system. She is helping other parents do the same. And she's got a lot of work ahead of her due to all of the chaos that has happened in special education in this past year. There's going to be a lot of placement changes. There's going to be a lot of decisions that are being made on what needs to happen next for a child to ensure that they're getting an appropriate education. So her word for the year is intentional. She is not going to put things onto her calendar or um, commit to activities or um, just random projects that come her way. We have those too, right? Um, teachers, if you're scrolling through, you know, Facebook, you know that you're seeing things like, oh, here's the, the cricket, you know, Facebook group for teachers. Maybe I should learn how to make all these crafts for my students so they know that I love them. Is that where you need to be putting your energy? Maybe for some of you that fills your soul. For others, you're seeing it and you're thinking, I should do that. My students would love it, but you know in your gut that that's not going to really work for you long term, that you're just filling something up so you feel like, oh, okay, I'm doing something great here. You're not being intentional about what do you want long term? What kind of relationship do you want long term with your students? And is that activity of buying a cricket machine and printing out all the letters and ironing them onto T-shirts for your staff, is that going to help you? Again, for some of you, it's a yes. You know what? Then go for it if that fills your soul. But if it's not, don't do it. It's the same thing for, for parents. You're scrolling through social media and you're seeing what the other parents are doing for their virtual learning environment. And you're seeing what's happening 
um, when it comes to enrichment activities at home. At, you need to think before you commit and get started in something, be very intentional about, should I commit to this? Should I buy this? Should I put this on our calendar? Again, it might be a yes, and it might be, ooh, if I really think about this, is this gonna help me get to my long-term goals? And by long-term, I'm talking 90 days even, okay? Can I really handle this over the 90 days? And is it going to move me forward where we want to go or is it going to add more chaos? Does adding in this activity of getting a monthly subscription box of the latest you know, science experiment so I can do this during homeschooling with my child, well, because we're still in virtual learning, is that going to make your life easier or harder? What's the intention of buying that? Is it to, you know, oh, this will be fun, but it's going to be so draining that it's really not going to be fun. What's the intention and is the activity that you're choosing really going to bring you towards that intention or is it going to distract you from it? So I want you to think about what can you take off your calendar and how are you going to be intentional about the things that you are adding into your days? The third word that I'm going to share with you from a master IEP coach, she is phenomenal. Again, I'm going to have bring her on to share her story later on this year, uh, but she is a special needs mom. She is a master IEP coach. She has several, several new um, medical diagnoses in her family. She has moved across the country. She's got a lot going on. Um, she is just leading her family in this mission to find all of the resources and all of the answers and all of the right decisions. You guys feel that, right? And she decided that her word for this year is fun. Now, that's something that we don't hear a whole lot of in our special education community and our disability community. We, we see snippets of fun. We talk about little small pockets of fun. But her word, her focus is fun. Her husband said to her, like, you're doing such a great job. You're doing all of these things. But it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of work. Like, you need to make sure that you're focusing on finding some fun and when I heard that, I went, yes, <laughs> uh, with my word being grow, I'm like, yes, I need to grow in that area. <laughs> I need to grow in finding some more fun, especially when it feels like there's so much to do. There's so many unanswered questions. There's so many struggles that are happening, but it's okay to have fun. And I'm going to wrap this back around to where we started of even when the timing doesn't quite feel right. Because if you wait to find fun for when the timing feels right as a parent or a teacher, you're going to be waiting for a long time because you have to be intentional to make the time to find fun and know that your activities that are going to be stress relieving or fun for the family or relaxing or joyful are going to be totally different than most of the people that you're probably connected to and seeing on Instagram who are like, we're having so much fun. In fact, I just saw somebody post up on social media, you know, that they had um, a family movie night, everything from like the movie candy and the popcorn and all the things and laid out and, and they're watching their, their movie. And I'm a hundred percent confident that that was fun for her family, for her kids at those ages 
and what she's, you know, what's going on in her house right then. And part of me looked at it and went, oh my gosh, that's so nice. Oh, I could do that. We could do, we could do movie night. Like I, th I think we could find a movie that would, um, you know, work for everybody. And then I thought, <laughs> uh, my girls are like teenagers and we're past that phase and um, it's not going to be fun. It's going to be stressful. They're going to be looking at their phone, trying to decide when can they go out with their friends um, in that way. So nope. Nope, that's not fun. That was great for like a fleeting moment for me to think like, I want movie night with my girls. No, <laughs> that's not going to work. So make sure that you are figuring out your fun based on what really is going to be fun, not because you're trying to do what somebody else is doing. So I just want to encourage you here as we launch into 2021 to really um Think about what you need, what your family needs, what your student needs. And I'm saying needs, not wants. What do they need? And where's your focus going to be? And how are you going to set up your days so you can show up even when the timing doesn't feel right? One of the hardest things when we're doing all of this is to do all of this alone and I want to encourage you, again, we have Master IP Coaches at the um, masteripcoach.com, but that might actually feel a little too intense for some of you right now who are thinking, yes, I want to be a Master IP Coach and I want to help myself and I want to help others. But there's going to be some of you that are just like, I can't even think about helping somebody else right now. I just need to take care of me, my family, my students. Um I just need to make this work because I can't keep going the way that I am right now. And I want to encourage you to go over to specialedinnercircle.com. So specialedinnercircle.com will lead you the way to become a special education insider. And that's where I can support you in taking these next steps. We can have a deeper conversation. Every month I'm live with special education office hours inside of the inner circle. But the only way to get in there is to go over to specialedinnercircle.com. I'll see you over there. And until our next chat, which let me just tell you, there are some really great episodes coming up. We're going to be talking to all different professionals uh, that are not in the classroom. So like psychologists and social workers and different people that can support you outside of a typical classroom setting. And then we're going to be talking to brilliant special needs moms who have come up with hacks and systems that are working right now. We're going to be talking to teachers who absolutely know how to uh, help you get through some of the struggles. So uh, make sure that you are subscribed to the Special Education Inner Circle podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, it's on everything, you know, iTunes and Google and Spotify. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And while you're subscribing, go leave a review. Every time that you leave a five-star review and um, a review, you know, type out a few words there, Apple goes, oh, people like this. Let's send it out to more parents and teachers. And that helps us really create a conversation in our community. So um, I cannot wait till next time. I'll see you guys soon.